Welcome to Yep, Yeah, Yes with Marissa and Tamika. I am your co-host, Tamika, and miles and miles away is my co-host, Marissa. How are you, Marissa? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. So today's topic is a, a very different one, one that nobody can relate to right now. It's entitled Getting Through the Quarantine. So let's make let's let's discuss this. <laughs> let's oh discuss man, it. let's discuss. How are you getting through it? Honestly, I'm built for this. Oh really? I'm fine. Hell yeah! Not having to go out, lockdown. Oh, not have you left the house? I have left the house. Yes, today. Then you're not built for it. Well, today I had an emergency situation, so I had to leave the house. And by emergency, I don't mean medical. I mean, I had it with one of my baby's toys, and I had to find glue, and I'm going to make That's not an emergency, having to go get glue. It is here. It is here. So the quarantine got you acting a little bit, uh, I don't know what the word is. Honestly, I have to Priorities have changed, shifted. No, my my priorities haven't shifted. Um. I, it's just a nice pause. Honestly, I know it's affecting people in different ways, but for me right now, I feel like it's a very nice pause for everybody to just, like, take a moment, reconnect with themselves, and it's that pause and pray that the earth is asking for. Right. So so how are you getting through it? What, what are some of the, you know, tri- tricks, tricks and tips? I am you can share. Doing laundry and keeping up with, um, you and I made a length pack, so I'm keeping up with that and purging, going through, um, you know, crevices of the house and purging and filtering and cleaning, laundry, connecting with the kids in different ways, and I like it. How are the kids getting through it? They're a little, um, my little one is the one with the cabin fever. He's very social. He likes to be outside and play. You know, with the rain. That we have it's been nice the last rain. couple of days, though. It rained in the morning, so he was only able to go out for about, mm, I want to say, an hour and a half. And for a kid that can, that's just not enough. He's going to stay inside and, you know, play board games sort of kids. So um, he was only able to go outside for like an hour and a half, and he was, you know, not all too happy, but. Today we we went to we went on a bike ride. Uh, we went to the beach. The beach was so quiet. The small beach. It wasn't crowded. You know, no, honestly, there was no one there. And people oh. started to come a little bit as we were leaving to like walk their dogs and sit for a second. But everybody was in their own space. It was just nice to just smell the the salt air and you know put your hands in sand. Okay, nice, nice. What about you? Well, me, like yesterday, like I'm still, I still have to work because I'm considered um, essential employees at my, my job. So, um, but however, the, the work has scaled down a bit, and I don't right. know what the week after next is going to look like. Um, right. Because next week is pretty much preparing, you know, that right. kind of thing. But anyway, um, so like yesterday, I had taken the day off prior um, to finding out that things would be scaled down. And I basically just stayed in the house all day, watched TV, laid in the bed, binging TV, took a couple naps. I was very, very, you know, lazy, didn't really do anything. You know, laziness is very underrated, got to say. It really is. Um, So I did that. And then today um, did some laundry and I cleaned and but funny so I wake up this morning I'm on Instagram and um mm-hmm. people are talking about DJ D Nice. Um who guy used to be a rapper, now he's a DJ. Um and he's been doing these um happy hour DJ sessions that last like nine hours. Okay. Non stop, okay. So I'm like, it can't be that good. So I tune in because he does it on Instagram Live. And, you know, Instagram Live only lasts 24 hours. So right. I got in I got in um, like 13 hours after because he's on the West Coast. So on the East Coast, you know, it seems a little – it's a little bit – you can catch it the next day where it's not like at a normal hour, you know what I mean? So right. I, I tune in 
and call me. I listened to the whole thing. Yesterday's session was five hours. I was jamming, and then I was like, you know what? Let me put this on pause. I connected it to my Bluetooth speaker, and I started cleaning, was wiping and dis- disinfecting the house, vacuuming. That music had me gone. He's doing it. I think he's on, on air right now, too, for, for the next day. He's doing it every day. And, like, all these celebrities are, are checking in, and he's doing, you know, Instagram chats with them as he's playing their music. They're all dancing in the kitchen by themselves. It's like ridiculous. What? But it's it's so fun. It's like it's it's a it's a lot of fun to like, you know, do what you're doing and listen to you know, who doesn't love music? Especially when it's music that, you know, you can groove to. You know what I mean? That you right. like. And it's music that, you know, that me and you like and you know, it's just it's that good old eighties and nineties hip hop and R and B. You know? It's a couple of things from two thousand in there, but for the most part you know, it's it's the barbecue music, and so and it's funny because he's like in each he keeps changing his hat. He's got like twenty hats, and people are like, "Oh, hat number two, hat number eight. and he's like rocking and he's dancing to DJ Blue, drinking wine, drinking water, and people are like coming into it into the chat. You know, it's just crazy. So I'm gonna check it out again. Um, got some more cleaning to do. You know, when you disinfect is. It takes a little bit longer than just a regular cleaning because you want to wipe everything down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, at least you have music, good music to go along with it. You know what I mean? How have you been cleaning? Like, like getting in there, right? Like going Yeah, I mean, I'm not, look, I'm not like a housekeeper. I'm cleaning, I'm putting a little extra elbow than I usually would. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wiping down, like, I usually with the... With my bookcase, I don't, like, wipe down the sides, you know, but I wipe down the sides, doing all that, um, like, all, you know, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I right. usually don't, like, always wipe down the TV screen because I'm never in the living room. But, you know, I wipe down the TV screen. It's just any it, – when you're listening good to good music, it, like, mm-hmm. motivates you. And then, I, then all of a sudden I find myself dancing. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but there's nothing like dancing – I mean, cleaning – to good music, you know? Even mm-hmm. when you're, like, cleaning your car. Like, how can you not have your radio on? Oh, yeah. So I feel like music gets know. you through the quarantine, definitely. Definitely yeah. gets you through the quarantine. So in terms of, like, now you have you have the three kids. Um, obviously, you know, you are going through this. You've been, this, you're going on, like, the second week now, right? The second week? We'll be going second into the week. second week. Yeah. Yeah. So, how's how is the studies going? Homeschooling. I, you know what? Honestly, the first day was Thursday, so that's where it got a little trippy. But um, Friday went a lot smoother. Uh, I, it's. I don't want to say I'm not invested in it. I'm not saying that I'm not giving my full effort. I'm doing. I feel like bare minimum. Because at the moment, in my mind, I'm like, we're only doing this for two weeks, so I don't really need to set up home classroom at the moment. We're doing our share. You know, everybody's doing their, their the curriculum that the way they set it up here is you get an email in the morning, and it's basically a schedule. Not a schedule, but basically for each, um, you know, core subject area, you have options to do or, like, you know, a website that you have to go on that they can track. So we're doing that, but as far as setting up, you know, the full-on schedule, setting up the classroom here, all that stuff, I haven't done that. Um, but should that be the way it needs to go, then I think we'll transition well. I think we'll be fine. They know that they've got to get the work done, um, and they're in it. You know, they're in it. They they did pretty well throughout the year, so thankfully no one's too far behind. Um, we're just we're managing. You know, I'm not – thankfully – even though sometimes with you, I talk like I'm in a panic, but when I'm with them, it's not, oh, my God, we got to, uh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really panic too much. So they're very even healed with all this, and they just know this is, this, it is what it is. Right. So, like, Thankfully. Is, is the school, I, like, I see different schools doing different things where their mm-hmm. teachers are video chatting with their students check in with them or parents are yeah. having video chats with, between their kids, like virtual play dates, um, stuff like that. 
Um, one thing that I thought was pretty cool and a good idea that I was thinking about posting it, then I was like, eh, I don't have kids, you know, who am I to tell people what to do? But one thing that I thought was pretty cool um, was people, like parents of, of school-age kids, kids that are in, you know, K through 12, um, utilizing students that are home from college as tutors, virtual tutors. Oh, yeah. They can pay because they, you know, they they lost their work study. They, you know, so yeah. something like that where they can teach teach their kids, you know, some of the basics, you know. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. That's a that's a, I think that's a pretty cool idea um, that some parents can utilize. Yeah, and you know, there's a few years of pigeon books, pigeon, and then like elephants and pigeon. The author is Mo Williams, so it's Lunchtime Doodles with Mo Williams on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's a cute little, like, 20-minute little doodling thing for them to break up their day. There's so many, like, like you said, there's so many tools right now. Cause it's almost like all hands on deck. Literally, I feel like in every industry, somebody's willing and wanting to to step up and step in and, you know, help. You know, this is, it's we're going through something that's completely unprecedented, unprecedented, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And I really think that people are stepping up, honestly. So um, here in the district there, their teachers have been very communicative. I'm not doing virtual um, chats with them. I I don't need to. Whatever question I have, they answer right away, thankfully. But one thing that they're going to do next week, it's it's like, it was on, I think it was on the news, but we have to get in our cars and drive around the neighborhood to see the kids in the district or the teachers will be driving around to see if like, it's like, um, um, what do you call that? Like a baranda? Um, you know, when a bunch of, like a car parade, what is that called? I don't know. Well, they're going to, like a tailgating, I think it is. No, but tailgating is just But they all right? stay in their car? Yeah, the teacher's going to stay in the car, but just to like have like a visual touch between family and kids. Right. Um, so they can see like, you know, schools, teachers, 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 assistants, and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are starting that. to think out of the box, which is great. You know, yeah. which is great. What about with, um, like, in terms of, like, keeping in touch with family members and stuff like that? Like, with, for me, um, you know, I talk to my mom every day, but that's not because of the quarantine. I just talk to her every day. Um, I do live with my aunt, uncle, and my two cousins. And, you know, we're all just, just hanging out at home or whatever in our own yeah. little corners and, you know, binging whatever shows or binging, cleaning, right. washing clothes and stuff like that. Um, what about you? At the moment, um, I haven't really been doing much. Um, but I know it's only been a week. So next week I think we're going to start our FaceTiming with, you know, our elders and family members and, you know, a distance distance calling as they say so right. we're going to do that next week but this week is just, um, just trying to get into something you know trying to get into a rhythm trying to understand you know this whole new thing that we're doing but i wonder I, how long it's going to last and i don't it doesn't seem like there's any slowdown you know what I'm saying? It does. It seems like it's getting worse and worse. I mean, we went from our governor. We're in New York for those of you that are in a, a hole somewhere. Um, we live in New York, and the governor. You can't even say last week. It was like two days ago. You know, that's how quickly everything is moving. He refused yeah. to do a, a, a shutdown, and him and the mayor yeah. of New York were like at odds. And then finally, the governor acquiesced because he realized. Okay, this is getting out of hand. I mean, you t- look at pictures and videos of Central Park, and people are just like, "Whatever." Just like, no, you, it includes being outside. <laughs> like, yeah. you can be outside, but y'all don't need to be like on top of each other. Like, like it's just you're not helping matters. You know what I mean? And so I think yeah. because of a lot of people like that, where they're just not really listening and they're not paying attention, we've been forced into this new round of complete shutdown, where it's just essential businesses. Uh, targets, supermarkets, restaurants. I mean, you know it's bad when they're like, yeah, bars can deliver cocktails. I was driving in in my neighborhood, and they were like, um, cocktails for delivery. It was like a bar. I was like, okay. Wow. It's like it's like 
it's deep like that. People are, you know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah. like, really, you're going to pay for a cocktail? Just go to the liquor store. But I'm like, are the liquor stores open? I think they're considered essential. Liquor stores are essential? Yeah. Wow. You know, you know what I don't understand, though? So I went to the supermarket this morning, mm-hmm. and um, there's no eggs, there's no butter, um, no toilet paper, no napkins, no paper towels. They had, they had just received a truck of um, some fruits and vegetables, so they were good with that, but there was no pasta. Um, I think, like, the even beans, like, things like that, like, those essential items that you could sell, they were very, very low. But what they had in abundance, in abundance, was soda, um, beer, and, like, wine coolers, all that stuff, even in the, the cold section, and... Um, uh, chips. Well, I mean, you can go for that, but I don't think I don't think people are there yet. Yeah, but it's like you know, and then I was um, I was talking to um, somebody else, and they said liquor stores are completely stocked, and like beer is going to the shelves, but why are not eggs and other essential items like eggs and bread and milk and? They're, wait, mm-hmm. beer is going through. Say that again. Beer is on the shelf. They're getting deliveries of beer. Right. Like alcohol is getting to the shelf, but not toilet paper, eggs, and milk. Well, I think more people use toilet paper, eggs, and milk than beer. I don't think everybody buys beer. It's well, not like... I was asking, I asked the guy today in um, Soccer Shack, and I was like, oh, you're stocking shelves. And he's like, oh, I'm here every day stocking. They're getting deliveries of alcohol every day. Well. I mean, I don't, I think it sells, but I don't, like, did you buy beer? I did not, know. I didn't buy beer, but I, I'm sure there's more things that we would have bought in, like, we both would buy toilet, like, everybody buys toilet paper. Yeah. Most everybody buys eggs. You know, all that, that to me is essential, and they're going to, like, I don't feel like beer is going to be, like, one of those things that is truly essential. You know what I mean? But they're always going to be in stock. But people, I don't think it's ever going to really like sell out because not everybody drinks beer and wine and soda. Now, if you told me that the water was all gone, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Or I mean, that the water was fully stocked, I'd be like, wow, I'm surprised. Yeah. You know, because people get very like antsy. Meanwhile, we have in New York State, we have some of the cleanest water in the in the country, but uh, the highest rated cleanest water. Yeah. It's so, from you know, a natural I, spring, but okay. I I, I drink, uh, but you know, people are very weary these days about everything. You know, between that oh, yeah. and and the conspiracy theorist theorist on social media, it's just like, you oh need my a break. god, you need a break, amazing. you know? Like it, I'm relishing it, cleaning <laughs> to get away. From it me. has, yeah, it's crazy. It has been amazing these conspiracy theories. It's crazy. What um. When when you think about like with this quarantine that we're currently going through, um, what are some of the things that maybe you've seen on social media that or that you gravitate towards on social media? Are you reading a lot of the 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 news stories and people, you know, that kind of stuff? Are you reading a lot of like the the memes? Like, what do you what do you find yourself gravitating towards and clicking on? Oh, you know I'm all about the memes. Last Twitter is essential. <laughs> um, I'm I'm saying though, um, last Twitter, I'm not really messing too much with the news, but I'm also um, I, I just I can't stand with like every time I turn on the news, it's always another politician. You know what I got today in the mail? What? A handwritten letter from a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, they out. They like oh shit. Everybody's home. Handwritten letter. Wow. I was like, first of all, like, how do you have this kind of time? Well, I guess I don't know what they're yeah, You know, everybody got time right now. Everybody got nothing but time. Yeah, but man, I was like, I, oh, I looked at her pamphlet just for like, I was like, this is kind of gangster. A handwritten letter on loose leaf paper. It wasn't like they like printed it. It was wow. a handwritten letter. So what did it say? Depression. Um, just wanted to talk to me and take some time. Do I know Jesus Christ? Here's a pamphlet. Do I want to know more? Here's the here's the pamphlet. Here's the um the website. Whatever else. Right. Put down her number. 
her number if I had questions. They got a lot of time. They probably had a meeting. Like, how are we going to get more people? Like, <laughs> They're not playing. Like, all They're the people, not. you know, for real, this is like, this is the time for the census workers to be out. I mean, you don't have to, they don't have to, like, they can stand at the bottom of your yeah. steps and ask you the question. How many people live here? Yeah. What's your race? You know, this is the time for them to be out. Everybody is fucking yeah. home, you know? This is, yeah. like, like essential, <laughs> they're, they're essential workers. But, yeah. you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how many people want to be out and that kind of thing, but I do think that there is a lot of, um, ways to be creative and think of ways to to make some supplemental income, especially for those that have been laid off. One of my friends, her she has two roommates, and both of them were laid off. So it's like, oh, it's, 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 it's tough for some people out there, you know, and who knows if they're going to get their jobs back, if there's going to be a job to go back to. You know, I don't know how many small businesses can withstand this. Yeah. You know, and it, it's crazy right now. It's crazy. But I, you know, I, I, still have faith in our country, um, no matter who the political leaders are, uh, local or, you know, in the White House, um, Congress, you know, anything like that. I Like, no matter who it is, I just know the people are stronger mm-hmm. than the people that lead us. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, um, as much as it's like, oh, my God, what's going on? I'm sitting there in my living room dancing with DJ D-Nice. As he, you know, <laughs> last night a DJ saved my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes. I'm just saying. So it's, you Love know, I'm not, too. I'm not like digging a hole, like trying to build a tunnel in Mexico. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Or a hole to be close to. Like Long Island is like break off. We can't even dig a tunnel anywhere. Boston. No. Yeah. Anyway. Oof. I, I don't know. So are you getting in? It has. Have you been able to binge watch anything or? Something like that, while you've been shut in? Oh, my word. Have you watched Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu? What is it called? Little Fires Everywhere. It has um, Kerry Washington and... um, I was going to... Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, yeah. No, is it good? I think it's really good. I got it. I was going to check that out. Um, you know, with this time off or whatever. Um, yeah. Because I do have Hulu, so I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. I also want to check out um, the story of Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, um, I was going to do that Netflix. today. That was on my yeah. list. Yeah. It's like a, it's a limited series, and check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, my soaps and just stuff that I just catching up on, Golden Girls. <laughs> Because I haven't seen enough, I haven't seen enough of those episodes. But you know, stuff like that just makes makes you want to laugh. And you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta gotta watch that stuff. So get you get you through the day, get you through the through the night. And uh, you know, but I do do miss my friends though. I I do miss my friends. You know, I never realized how much I. I mean, I like to go out to dinner, but damn, I really want to go out to dinner and wine. You know what I'm saying? I do I have to tell you though, like I, I don't go out a lot, but not having the option it there is such an itch for me. But I'm like Look. Yeah. I mean I might yeah. want to go to the club. You know what I'm saying? I need to like I, I need to get my too. life all the way back. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. I was thinking to myself, when all this blows over, I'm going to a nightclub. I'm going to a casino. I'm gonna go get drunk and 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 get home from an Uber. I don't know why. Yes, we're going to the for real in April or or May or June or July, whenever this thing is over. Um, we are going to the club. Yeah, yeah. You're paying for the Uber. Um, <laughs> I'll buy you a glass of wine or Amstel Light, like you used to drink back in the day, and. We're going to do it up. Yeah, and right. we'll be home by 11. I can't do no disco nap and be out till 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Those, those Listen, if I, take a dis- if I take a disco nap, it's a proper nap. I'm not waking up. 
Look, yeah, if I take a disco nap, I'm waking up at 5 a.m., and these kids are going to be leaving the club. So, yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. So, um, you know, we we will try for, um, you know, go to – we we'll go to we we'll find out like a a forty and over you know, the forty crowd the forty and older crowd. Well, I'm really not trying to party with sixty year olds. Shout out to my mom, but I'm not, not trying to. I'm just saying I love my mother, but you know, no, I shouldn't say that. My mom's cool. I've hung out with her before. She's cool. Like she's cool. She's cool. She's good. Is that your mom posted? Which drove me. That was hilarious. Was what was little, it? Like you know, you're worried about checking on the elderly, but you are the elderly. Oh yeah, that was I exactly right. It was crazy, <laughs> but it's it's like this is as you start to get older, you start to realize like, you know, you're not as young as you used to be. Whether it's my mom, whether it's me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It just yeah. life doesn't wait for you. No, so it just keeps going. You know, so. uh I don't know. It's 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 crazy out there. But I gotta say, um, mm-hmm. social media is really it's really been getting me through. You know, like you yeah. mentioned, Black Twitter, just the the memes people are coming up with. Um, somebody posted. Um, shout out to 2019. I apologize. You know, oh like <laughs> you know, like stuff like that is like so true. Like damn, we can't wait to get into twenty twenty. Twenty twenty's been shit, you know. Oh God, it's That's crazy, right? People dying. Shout out to Kenny Rogers, you know. Oh, he, yeah. You know, he decided he gotta know when to fold them. You know, rest in peace. And it's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Them. Anyway, so out. I want to transition to yep, that's yep, trending. That's trending. Um, you know, one thing that has kind of passed us by without even because of this coronavirus, um, the is um Women's History Month, which is um this month, <laughs> um right now, right now, and you know, unfortunately. It's one of those things where people are like, you know, I, I, I don't have time. You know, there's so much going on yeah. that it's not yeah. it's not even a It focus. hasn't been a priority, yeah. Right. But, you know, I, I think it's important that we maybe, you know, make, talk a little bit about some of the women either in our life or the women that we look to who have made an impact in our life um, from a distance. and. Yeah. You know, obviously, I always talk about my mother. She, for me, she's probably made the biggest impact on my life because she's 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 shown, she has shown me what it means to be broken and repaired. You know what I mean? Ooh, and it's like, okay. you know, nobody likes to be considered broken, but anything, most things that are broken can be fixed. You know, yeah. and so my mom has shown me strength in so many ways and you know it, when you're younger I remember when I was in my 20s and early 30s I was like my mom out here talking about I'm her best friend my best friend is Marissa <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like you know when you think about it it's like damn that woman is my best friend man you know she's like oh damn you know what I'm saying yeah you do a lot and so um and you can have multiple best friends you know obviously you yeah. are my best friend you know, right. and I have other friends who are, it's like, I don't want to give everybody that title, but then when you start, when you quarantine and you lay on mm-hmm. the couch and you're watching the Golden Girls, you're like, oh, shout out to Missy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You start to think about people in your life yeah. and you're like, oh, you know, you want this, my cousin, shout out to her. Huh? Has anybody reached out to you that you were pleasantly surprised? No. No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Ain't nobody checking for me, but it's okay. You know, I I think when people see you, no, when people see you post on social media, that's their mm-hmm. way of being like, that's oh, a touch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Like I gotta say though, like Monday was my birthday. It's probably one of the worst birthdays of my life. Cause it's oh, like, because it's like, but this, but yeah. it was great in terms of people posting on my my Facebook mm-hmm. page. 
you know, yeah. it's nice to, to read messages and be thought of, but at the yeah. same time, you're just like, oh. We like couldn't even just, do like a birthday okay, breakfast, nothing. nothing. I couldn't, nothing. Yeah. I couldn't do shit. And so yeah. it, it, it kind of sucked in that way, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And then on Wednesday I went and I um, went to my dad's house and we played a little poker with my brother and his girlfriend and my dad and his wife. And, you know, that was cool for a little bit. But um, now I'm now I'm turning into you, diverting from, from the topic. But uh, so Women's History Month. <laughs> oh, my God. how I am a woman. <laughs> what? I said, wow, we really diverted. I know. Crazy. Anyway, so Women's History Month, are, who would you say for yourself has made an impact um, that is currently in your life or past life or somebody from afar that you don't even personally know? Um, well, always my grandmother. I'll always say that. Definitely my mom. Um, but you know, Think about both of them a little bit as to why why you say that maybe tell a story or something about one of them each of them well for for trying to think of something well for my grandmother i will say she speaks to resilience for a woman i don't know born in the early 1900s her husband died from a brain tumor when he was 41 she was Hmm. a single mom in new york yeah, obviously not during the best era. And, you know, she really made it work for herself. She really, you know, not, not, re- and I'm not saying that you can't rely on a man and that's not going to be something of like, that doesn't mean you're not, that you don't have strength. I'm not taking away from people who do rely on spouses or stuff like that. But for someone who really did the best that she could, given her situation and decided for herself that, she wasn't going to make a concerted effort to rely on a husband or find a new husband or something. You know what I mean? You know, like in, in those terms, um, mm-hmm. she made her own way and she did it on her own. And that, that takes, you know, now as a mom myself, that takes a lot of strength. And I really do commend her for that, especially in the climate of the world that, you know, it wasn't the easiest to be a single mom, let alone Hispanic with, you know, to two kids on her own. It just, it just, she did great. And, you know, she was my friend too. And we said that before. Um, so her creating a friendship with me, doing the best that she could as a single mom, she really taught me a lot of important life lessons just as an individual in the world and how I choose to put myself out there. And right. when, I talk about, when I talk about my mother, it's almost like, and I, I'm not quite sure, and I don't want this to have the, the sentiment that it doesn't have. I idolized her as a child. She could do no wrong. And then when I saw her, you know, obviously she was married um, and got divorced, obviously from my dad, but from my stepdad. And that that hurt her. And seeing her go through that, not I'm not, I'm not saying that it took away from the idolization, because I always felt like she was the smartest the hardest working, the everything. And then when I finally saw pinks in her armor, it made me feel like she was finally human. And if I felt, I don't know what the exact phrase is or wording for how I felt, but it made me look at her softer and better. Like she is human and, and she can get through this and she did get through it. And it was just a nice, Thing to see from her um, as I was growing. You know, I'm a young, I was a young woman at the time. So it was nice to see that part of her. So it's like that idolization, that kinks, and then it was like, wow, okay, I can finally see it. Because it was always for me, um, and you met me before all this happened. So it was like, I don't know if you remember how I spoke about her, but I, I always had like a, oh, of course everybody's going to look out for her. Of course, it's like she always do that. She's always the funniest. Everyone loves her, blah, blah, blah. And then when I finally saw something, it was like, oh, she's human. And right. it, created, it created a different dynamic between she and I, and it was a very nice dynamic. Um, That's always important. Yeah. But I, I also think, too, now 
had, my dad has four sisters and um, one of his sisters, I, I commend her and I think of her often. I'm going to talk about my aunt Nellie. Um, and I think of, I think of her in, in a way that um, I don't think I've expressed. I've, I've always found her to be very personable, very funny, very, you know, there's, there's so many great attributes about her. Um, but I always look at her as like, um, she's going to be okay. She'll, she's fine. Oh, whatever. It's Nellie. She's fine. Right. And now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? Yes, she's fine. But I always think about her. And it's not like a what would Nellie do, but it's one of those like, you know what? I thought about her. Let me send her a quick text. And I really appreciate my time with her because she's so wise. She has these conversations with you. And, she, and this is my, my opinion. When she's talking to you, she really gets to like, she, she likes to talk to people, but she likes to hear what they're saying. And that's like one of those things, like you're, you're one of those people. And I think that's what makes you such a great gift giver too. Like, she talks to people and actually listens. She's asking questions that are not intrusive, but I almost, like, I, I see people divulge things to her that she didn't even ask, but she's getting to know you, so she doesn't mind, but, or maybe she does, I don't know, but it's just one of those things that there's a personality set about her that I admire very, very much. Um, I'm sure she would like to hear that. Sometimes, like, do you tell her that, or, you know, you're speaking on it now, but Sometimes people want to hear that. Yeah, right. You know what? You're right. I should um, I should tell her that. Sometimes I, I have. You, you know, I think it means something to somebody like, um, like out of the blue. I know for me personally, like somebody out of the blue, like, hey, just wanted you to know that you know you're loved. I appreciate you, and you know, have a good day. Yeah, that's it, right? You don't yeah. know how much. Well, you do know, but it's like. That stuff, stuff like that doesn't cost anything, and it, it the value is so great. It really is. Yeah. I think yeah. she'd like to hear that. Maybe reach out to her, especially during this time, because she's one of those oh, people yeah. that goes out all the time. All and the time. And Broadway being shut down and the restaurants and stuff, just check on her. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> her own mental health. Just check on her. <laughs> She's definitely, she's extremely social. Right. So she, this is, you, I, I'm not so even joking. Is, you should really, today, I am. don't put up for tomorrow what you can do today. You ain't got nothing exactly. better to do. The kids ain't in homeschool today. <laughs> exactly. Just call her. How you I doing, am. girl? And then what about your mom? <laughs> um, I did speak about my mom. Oh, I thought that was about your grandmother. No, my grandmother and my mom. Oh, okay, it's like a, a morphation of the two. The morphation, yes. Um, you know what? I'm gonna add my damn self. Because <laughs> only you would. Only, only you. Why would. not? Listen, if not me, then who? Seriously, me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you know what? I say that all the time. Why not? If not me, then who? Because right. honestly, fuck yeah, I think I'm damn awesome. I think I'm a great person, and that's just that. <laughs> you humble me? Like, oh, my God. I, I don't want to be humble right now. I you remind I'm me of that skit from SNL where he's like, and, dong, and doggone it, I'm great. People like me. People like me. <laughs> no, people don't like me. I don't give a shit. Um, I don't know if they do. I don't care. Um, I think, no, you know what, fuck it. Why not? Why not me? Why not, why not like myself? Why not? What um, makes you so great that you should be recognized during Women's History Month? Well, first of all, off, um, I'm not saying it, you know, so no stank. I'm just, you brought it up. You're like me. Yes, me. So I'm saying, tell me why. I'm about to tell you why. Um, I... The story. I'm great. I'm fucking great. <laughs> no, you know why? I, I feel like it's not that I've been through a lot. People have, have had worse hardships than me, but it's my life, so it's hard for me, and I'm, I'm fucking fine. I got through all of that, and I'm fucking fine. The fact that I'm able to um, sit in a place as an adult 
which is so hard to do and be like, you know what? I don't know what they went through. That's a them problem, not a me problem. And to be able to walk away from, like, it could be the way someone speaks to me at a certain point or something that has happened 35 years ago. Um, you know, sometimes, like, you've been holding on to shit for a long time, and you come to that point where you're like, that's not a me issue. That's a them issue. That's perhaps something that they've been through, and you let it go. Right. I think that's a really hard thing to do, especially as an adult. And I've done that for a lot of things in my life. So, Kudos to effing me. Um, I'm I'm doing work that needs to be done for myself and for my kids. I think that I try my best to give my kids a perspective of the world, not just with, hey, you have to work hard and your hard work is going to come back. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't. And you have to take that and either work through it work around it or let it go. And and having somebody tell you that in with kindness at a very young age, I think it helps you and sets you up for um to be able to succeed in the fairness that's unfair of life. I think that um being able to just understand that I won in the day, my day was successful just by waking up. That's, you know, like that gratitude. I'm amazing. Okay. There you go. (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) I will. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, I want to shout out another amazing woman, somewhat in the same vein as you, um, Justice Sotomayor. (laughs) Oh, I love her. You know, I I I I'm, I'm we talked about her a while ago. I think the first season, and mm-hmm. you know, like I love that woman. Like for real, it's like she to me epitomizes like strength. You know, right. and I can only imagine what it's like right now sitting on that Supreme Court. You know, oh. being a voice that's my... constantly being silenced. You know, and you know, I you know I just admire her and. Especially now that you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg is pretty much elderly, and she's she's like, as Star Jones once called Barbara Walters at the twilight of her life. Um, how cruel can that be? Like she said that twenty years ago. That's you know what I mean? Great clap back. I know, but it's like it's like real fucked up. But at the same time, it's like okay. It's um, an eloquent way of putting it, and I appreciate it. At the twilight of her life, um, yeah. Sotomayor could be the only woman. You know, like. Yeah. It's just crazy yeah. just to think about that. And it, I, I don't know. So I, I, you know, both her and Ginsburg, I, I think they're a great um, faces of women's history. Um, and then when I get a little bit more vain and, like, you know, not selfish, but more like, really, Tamika, like, people going to hate, they're going to hate. But for me, it continues to be Mary J. That one got me through some shit. You know, she came out when I was going into college, mm-hmm. you know, in 92. And I just remember the first time I heard her first single. And, you know, like, you just hear something and then, like, everybody on the bus. Like, I was, I lived a sheltered, somewhat sheltered life when I was, you know, in high school and, and younger. And so when mm-hmm. I'm on the, the bus for orientation with college and all these beautiful black girls are all singing this song I've never heard before. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I was just like, yeah. You know, but I'm like shy. So I'm just like mm-hmm. soaking it in. But I've always been a music head since I was a baby. Like just music yeah. just fills my veins. And I just remember soaking it in and I couldn't get enough. And from that moment on, like she spoke to me. Every song that she came out with for for a good 20 years, like was like the soundtrack to my life. Every relationship that I was in, every guy that I broke up with or broke up with me or treated me wrong, it was like Mary had a song for it, you know? And so um, for me, the legacy that she's left for all of us in that age bracket and that generation and Generation X is, like, undeniable. And, you know, I like when I see her succeeding and doing other things. Like, I I feel like I know her, you know what I mean? It's like I'm proud of her. You know, you're like, okay, go ahead, girl. You know, somebody gives her a mm-hmm. shout-out or gives her a, a shot or you 
find out she's going to be on power, you know, you, you feel like, you know, a relative, like, yeah, yeah, like I know her, but I don't know her like that. You know what I mean? I met yeah. her a handful of times, but it's not nothing. Like I broke, I was like nervous. Like, and she recognized it, like, calm down. Like, why are you shaking? Yeah. And I'm it's like that kind of thing. Like, I don't know her. You know what I mean? And, but, it, yeah. but I feel like I know her. And so I feel like the legacy that she's passed down for people like me and my generation is unquestionable. And, you know, I salute her uh, during this Women's History Month for sure. Oh, I like I that. A little, I know that's a little, you know. Like, no, 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 no. That's why I had, I, to, I had to start off with uh, Sotomayor so it could be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little smart. <laughs> And then go to the to the racket, Mary Gay. You know, don't worry about how somebody. No, no, I was I was gonna say, don't worry about how someone else defines your intelligence. You know who you is. True. True that. True that. Like I idolize Wonder Woman. So oh. I mean, me, I idolize Wonder Woman. Oh well, yeah, Wonder Woman was the shit, and the the, the real Wonder Woman. Linda Evans, not Linda Evans. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Linda Evans is from Dynasty. <laughs> of course, so of course she brought it Dynasty. <laughs> she, she was the blonde one. Remember? Her? Yes. Or is that between before your time? Her and no, 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 no. Anyway. No. Did you see RuPaul on um on SNL? What? Did, did you see RuPaul on SNL? No. Mm-mm. He had a skit about um, um, uh, like a dynasty style fight with mm-hmm. like water. Like it was, it was supposed to be like an homage to like the true um, dynasty style fighting, right? And it was just like everything he did on that show that time was so good. And it's like I remember watching the skit and I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I, I don't, I forgot at the moment to like t- to send you the link, but I was thinking about like. This is so funny and such a like a wonderful homage to to that like that era. Soap opera era. Yeah, yeah. That was I my shit back then, man. Oh, loved it. The I told you how, how everything. I I told you how when I was a kid, my uncle, he was like a father figure for me and my two cousins, and he would play mm-hmm. Barbies with us, and we created mm-hmm. our whole our own soap opera soap opera called Waves that would come on, that we would play after either Dynasty or Dallas. And and there was a show back then called Bear Essence, like one of the spinoffs. And mm-hmm. we would, after the show would go off, he would, and this is like late at night. You would think we had like, you know, school or something, but, you know, we could be mm-hmm. up at night. Now that I think about it, I'm like, this is like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Anyway, after it would go off, then he would go in the kitchen and bake cookies, and we would sit at the kitchen table with our dolls and recreate the show. It was ridiculous with our Barbie dog. (laughs) And then the cookies would be ready and we'd eat the cookies and then go to bed. But it was like, that's how, that, that's why no matter how many arguments I have with my uncle, no matter how Mm -hmm. many times he gets on my nerves, that man was there for me in ways that my father couldn't even imagine. You know, he taught me how to ride a bike. I know it's Women's History Month, but, you know, he just, I just, I just had to say that. I just, you know. We're both extremely lucky to have uncles in our life that stepped in. And I'm, this is like no shots fired to my dad, but my dad wasn't around. You know, right. he was around when I had to find him. He never looked for me. I had, right. to, I had to make sure that he knew what was going on in my life. And, you know, it, it had to be a pumping circumstance if he showed up. And, you know, that's, that's a lot. To put on a kid, number one, yeah. and then number two, when when the kid calls you on it, and you know you're like, "Hey, but you're not starving." I, I'm starving in other ways, dickhead. But whatever. We both have these uncles that stepped in in ways that that I'm unsure how our emotional um, wherewithal would be if we didn't have that. Right. Right. You know, they definitely added elements, especially. Um, that that male figure element, right? Um, to to how we are. Very true. But I digress. But I digress. It is really... Anyway, well, good good combo. You know, we're making this work. You know, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. What? Are you alone? We trying? I said. 
we're trying. We, you know, apologize if the reception's a little cagey, but, you know, this is how it is, you know? Shit, be happy you're getting the show. <laughs> so I don't want to hear no complaints. <laughs> the two people out there that subscribe and download our show be complaining. But um, we do appreciate, you know, people checking us out, checking out our clips, liking the clips, you know, commenting, and all that kind of stuff. We do really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys are checking us out while you're quarantined and, you know, being safe and being well and cleaning your ass with all that damn toilet paper you bought and uh, just enjoying your family, enjoying your life and just not stressing out. And uh, y'all be well. Where can they catch us, Marissa? Yep, yeah, yeah, 18. Instagram and Twitter. Yep, yep, yes, yep. The Yep, Yeah, Yes podcast on Facebook. And you can listen to us on all your streaming devices, whether it be Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Etc. 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 And before we leave, real quick, you want to give the, the people um, maybe suggest one thing that they should try to binge during this week, week or two. Oh, uh, I gotta say, Little Fires Everywhere. Okay. I don't I'm want to say, talk about it until you start to watch it. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll try to watch it this week, and then, you know, we can get back with it next week, maybe talk about it. I'm going to okay. suggest, um, uh, it comes out next week, um, Ozone, uh, the third Ozark. season. Ozark. Ozark. Our, Ozark, my pad. Ozark. Yeah, Ozark comes out the third season. So if you haven't watched it, catch up on the first two seasons. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, Jason Bateman, that that man been doing this about 40 years, all right? Yeah, I mean, he's, yo, for real, that he, legend status right there. I don't care what anybody, fight me on it. Fight me. <laughs> fight me. <laughs> I, you know, like, apparently he's an amazing husband and an amazing father, so, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. just saying. True that, true that. All right, y'all. Right, love you. Talk to you later. Love you, too. And until next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.